Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Pediatricians say that gender procedures fail to help children. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the American College of Pediatricians, a 600-member national organization of healthcare professionals, released a position statement recently stating that they could not condone puberty blockers, hormone treatments, and mutilating surgeries on gender-confused minors because there is no long-term evidence, they say, that these procedures or these drugs improve mental health. In fact, the group noted that even long-term follow-up research on adults largely shows mm-hmm. no mental health improvement in those who have undergone these procedures. You know, and this is a great position that they've released, and, and frankly, I think any doctor who is a good doctor would say the same, all what we've been saying all along that these puberty blockers, hormone treatments, and these mutilating surgeries aren't the answer. It's counseling that's the answer. But this is interesting. This group reviewed more than 60 studies that assessed more than 1 million minors in America and Europe. That's a pretty good sample population right yeah, there. Yeah, and they found as part of these studies that children with gender confusion are actually at a higher risk of mental health issues both before and after so-called gender-affirming therapy. That's as their it's terms, often yeah. used by those people who promote it, including right. depression, anxiety, autism, eating disorders, self-injury, and suicidality. Yeah, the interesting part, too, these studies indicated that the likely reason for this so-called gender confusion is awfully, it's often preceded by a significant psychological trauma that leads children to question their gender identity. And, you know, we've talked about this, and that's why counselors are so helpful. There's usually some kind of abuse from a family member or a close family member related to this. Yeah, we've seen that as a regular basis. Anybody Mm -hmm. who spends much time in this area, or certainly those counselors that we've talked to, we worked with, and we've done this for many years, they have the same story, as Mm -hmm. well as people that we've talked to who have gone through these gender-confused issues or same-sex attractions or behaviors, uh, frequently there is emotional, sometimes physical trauma that's happened. There's some kind of trauma that has occurred. Sexual trauma. Lots of times there's sexual trauma, sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. and then that comes on later uh, in terms of their confusion. The pediatricians noted that data also shows that many adolescents will come to feel comfortable with their biological sex if allowed to go through the natural course of puberty. So there's two things here. For someone who has gender confusion and your adolescent teen, uh, number one, most of those, the vast, vast majority, 85% plus of those Mm -hmm. who are going through gender confusion, they naturally resolve without any counseling at all, 
by virtue of just growing up and going through the stages of puberty. So they naturally then are very comfortable and accepting of their biological birth sex. Right. But another issue that happens is that these children that are dealing with this, of course, they get on social media and they see the whole affirmation of all this, you know, you need to, maybe you're in the wrong body, that kind of thing. Then they go to a public school and they're being pushed or their parents are left out of the picture. Well, maybe you really need to get on puberty blockers. Maybe you're really a different gender than what you are born. I think that's the real sad thing about this and yes. the harmful thing is because there is a group of people uh, that will have gender identity, body dysphoria. They have problems perceiving their body, whatever it is, their height, their weight, their looks. Um, they go through these different kinds of um, situations when they're going through puberty. All kinds of things are happening in their body. And that's really pretty natural. I mean, most of us struggle, you know, in uh, puberty with we don't like our body, we don't this. You know, it's just a natural thing with your hormones changing. Yeah. That's and not so unlikely. when you're going through that and then you're confused and you get a little bit depressed or question whether you're male or female, you're confused about it. And then what you said you get on social media and there's all these groups that are promoting and affirming like this doctor down in Miami who has this TikTok uh, audience and she has hundreds of thousands of followers and she prides herself in how many breast amputations she can accomplish in a, in a week. That's crazy. And she puts smiley faces for uh, if she's able to accomplish a certain number and frowny faces if she can't. It's unbelievable. And so she's got this big following and she's thinking, she's presenting this idea that it's such a panacea. So these kids, they are going through this confusion mm -hmm. and then they see these support groups and these people that are putting out false information and they think, well, maybe that's my resolution to what I'm feeling. There's right. other people like that. And so instead of going through one, just the growing up natural process of going through puberty and or two getting appropriate professional christian counseling from somebody who's experienced in these areas they go through this problem they go through this uh, direction of puberty blockers cross-sex hormones and surgery and then they realize later on it's too late that didn't help and now right. they've damaged themselves hence why we've had to represent various counselors against these bans where these lgbtq activists are trying to push all of this on children because it makes them a lot of money yeah it does make them a lot of money so we are going to be filing in three new states uh three states uh on this issue uh we have one two major cases in Florida striking down these counseling bans. Uh, there were over 100 counseling bans in existence. Our case actually affected 23 of these laws in three different states. Right. Uh, but there are still 87 of these laws that are still in existence, and that includes about half of the states, primarily the blue states, and also, uh, and in fact, I don't know if there's any red states in there at all, but there are blue states and a lot of different local government uh, municipalities or counties, government entities that have passed these bans, they're unconstitutional. And they're designed to uh, not allow 
patients, families with their children to get the kind of counseling they need. And they're also Mm -hmm. designed to silence counselors that want to provide good help. And on the other hand, there are now laws that are being passed in various states to protect these children from these horrendous treatments, these puberty blockers, these hormones, and the medical mutilation, which we've never seen this before, but now you've got laws to protect these children, as well as to prevent males from participating in female sports, things like that you never would have thought 20 years ago we'd be dealing with. But you've got to protect these children. Well, the uh, association or the American College of Pediatricians here cited several large-scale studies to support the statements in its conclusive report. For instance, the Adolescent Brain Cognitive Development Study, which examined 7,111 children, and the Healthy Minds Study that surveyed more than 65,000 students showed youth with gender confusion were two to five times more likely to experience mental health problems than their peers without gender confusion. In a survey of 1,665 parents of gender-confused children, 57% of gender-confused adolescents had mental health concerns an average of 3.8 years before they began to experience gender confusion. And in addition, studies from Denmark, Finland, and the United States show that the need for mental health services after gender interventions was higher for most individuals than before they began their interventions. In other words, these kinds of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and especially the surgeries, actually increase significantly the need for mental health counseling after those are done rather than decrease. Well, it's 40%, I think, uh, commit suicide after they go through all this treatment when they realize this is not the answer. And, you know, one thing these pediatricians did, they stated, and this is something that LGBT activists say, you know, this is the answer, but these pediatricians state there is no long-term evidence that this improves mental health. In fact, The long-term follow-up research on adults clearly shows no mental health improvement in those who have undergone these procedures. They also cite to a 2018 Italian study that had findings similar with other studies showing that 90% of gender-confused adults had experienced a form of trauma, while 56% of those individuals had experienced four or more types of trauma. And they say, quote, given this research, it seems likely that preceding trauma and childhood adverse experiences contribute to gender dysphoria, close quote. Mm. So this is a real issue that needs prayer and counseling, not puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, or permanent mutilating surgeries. For more information, we have a webpage where we've collected a lot of this information, including what, Holly, you've talked about, some of these laws where states are banning these kinds of procedures. And you can go to lc.org forward slash help kids. That's lc.org forward slash help kids. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.